Thank you, Jesus. Well, welcome, River Church. Amen. 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 Happy Mother's Day. Amen. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Praise the mothers. I feel like doing it all over again. <laughs> and the mothers are going, yes, give us more goodies. <laughs> if you weren't here, if you're watching, as we're live now, if you were watching, guess what? We just gave away a bunch of goodies to the mothers. Amen. Amen. But you had to be here to get it, you know? So, you have to actually... Be. Amen. Amen. So, but we do that. We want to be a blessing. Amen. Amen. We try to be a blessing as much as we can. <coughs> you know, we got to be where we're givers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But we're thankful for all the mothers. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Like I was saying, you see, you missed all this good stuff, but I will say this is, I mean, you don't, you didn't have to give birth to be a mother. Amen. Yes. There are many people, like I was saying before, that didn't. Give birth. I mean, many people don't even know their biological parents, but somebody raised them. That was their father. That was their mother. So we honor all of the women. Amen. And all of that mother, somebody. Hallelujah. And I believe that's, it's, it's, I tell you what, mothers are one of our greatest blessings. Amen. Absolutely. Hallelujah. Just like wives. I know this is not spouse day. Amen. Which I don't even know. Is there even a day? I think they try to call it Valentine's, but amen. Don't even get me started on this stuff, amen. I'm just going to reach it in the name of Jesus. Glad that you're watching. Glad that you're listening, amen. We know God has something special for you this morning. Hallelujah. You know, it's amazing to me, though, that still we see a big segment of the body of Christ that we're praying, but the body of Christ is not being back. Into the churches that the that the churches are still closed, you know. And the last I checked, and this I'm just going to say this this morning. The last I checked, we are still the United States of America. Yes. We still live in the land of the free. Amen? Amen. Amen. And I'm questioning if we live in the land of the brave. I'm just wondering because even in communist China, they have the technology to be able to do things digitally, but yet they refuse to. They do things in person. They gather together. They will never deny their faith. Isn't that amazing? I just watched yesterday a raid of a church in China where they totally raided a Christian church. They dragged the people out. They beat the people up. They got the pastor. I mean, there was at least four people, four or five police officers on the pastor. You know, it's amazing to me that American Christians, let me just call it that way, would give up Wow. Would compromise. Yeah. When? I mean, you, you, you understand. In communist China, we are not <laughs> communist China, but I believe that many people are acting like we are communist China because they're blocked in their mind. Amen? That's right. Their, their belief system may not be where they thought it was. Amen? But with that being said, there's good news. You can come to Jesus. You can get on fire for Amen. Jesus. Amen? Hallelujah. You say, why this turned on? I mean, why are you saying all this? Because it's the truth. And we can't be ever deny our faith. We can't ever shut up about the gospel. Amen. But we will declare the good news of Jesus Christ. He saves, He heals, He delivers. We will never stop. We will never quit. Amen. Amen. No matter what. They can do whatever. You understand that people are dying for their faith in other countries. We have it too easy. 
I had the privilege of ministering last weekend in a church in Pakistan without even getting on the plane. Amen? But see, the pastor, even talking with the pastor, he says it's very hard. But over there, the government's not giving them a check. Over there, the government is not giving them food. They don't even have food to feed themselves. You understand? I mean, they're in dire circumstances. Wake up, America. Wake up, church living in America. It's time to get out of the comfort zone. Amen? Amen. Amen. So, it's just, it's just that way. So, but where's your love at? Where's your love for one another at? Where's your love for your brother? I mean, you don't want your brother to go to hell. Amen? You don't want your brother or sister in Christ or even any person. Amen? To, to suffer, to not have, to have their be black. Amen? Do you want them, do you want them to go to hell? Do you want them to starve to death? Do you want them? I mean, look at the things. There's spiritual, there's natural, natural, there's physical, amen. There's economical. The church has the answer. We're not a referral system. We're not going to send you down to go get welfare and get your welfare check. We're not going to let you get into bondage and be a slave to the system. But we are going to teach you and train you up to shape your city, to shape your county, to shape your state, to shape the nations of the world. Amen? That's what we're about. That's what River Church we're about, is about raising people up. Amen? That's right. To do what God has called them to do, and not to be just wimps and weenies. Amen? Hallelujah. And I thank God for a mother who had taught me some things called integrity and work ethic. And, and what you say is your bond. Your word is your bond. Making a commitment, you follow through. You start something, you don't quit it. Amen? Amen. How many times I wanted to quit sports or do something, in, or quit something in school that I got involved with, and I got a lecture of why. Amen? But it is to this day. Amen? I got this one too. You better believe it. And I'm thankful that I got my blood beat. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's one reason I know I'm going to heaven. Because I got the hell beat out of me. Amen? <laughs> <laughs> Not in a bad way. My dad did it in such a way. That's, how, that's why I know our two boys are going to heaven. Because I beat the hell out of them. Amen? You beat the hell out of your kids. Yes. Hell is not in them. You see? It's because I... This was in the correct way. I spanked them. I did not beat them up. But hell has no part of me. Amen? Hell has no part. Come on, you know what I'm saying. Amen? Yes, That's why when you take all this stuff out of discipline in a school, my goodness, there is a muscle, a nerve that goes straight from the butt to the brain. Amen? Yes. Prove it. Prove it. Hallelujah. But then again, it has to be done in the right way, in a loving way. That, a loving way. And that's why even my mother, my father, when I would give him something, do it in a loving way. Amen? Hallelujah. You know God does it that way too? Yes. yes. That's why people say, you know, I don't know where I'm going with you. You say, well, I thought that I'm joining the service. You are. This is the service. This is the main event at the River Church in McAllen, Texas. Amen? But we tell you the way it is. Amen? Yes. Hallelujah. And I got a powerful message I'm going to share this morning. Amen? Yes. Hallelujah. But you understand, we cannot allow things to happen and just be status quo. Amen? And just go, right? Go with the dodo bird. It cannot be found anymore. It is extinct. You understand what I'm saying? Amen? <coughs> Hallelujah. 
drives it out. Amen. Amen. We're going to see South Texas. We're going to see Texas. We're going to see the nations of the world shake it. But the only thing that's going to shake it, the nations of the world, is the power of the Holy Ghost. It's when we preach the good news, we preach the gospel with boldness, and then what we demonstrate. Yes. Amen. That's yes. what I'm So we're not we're not compromising. We're not laying down. We're not going to play dead. We're not going to play possum. Amen. We're not going to be like an ostrich and put our head in the sand. Nope. Hallelujah. This is not communist China. This is not a socialist nation, and we will never be marked by words. Amen. They can try, but they ain't going to do it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Why? Because there's too many believers, and that's why they said, "Well, this coronavirus. That's judgment. That's God's judgment being poured out." So you're telling me God hates elderly people because that's really what the coronavirus is affecting. He just, he just hates. Wake up. Get me with this spoon. Some people are just so ignorant. Amen? I mean, when prophets do more, prophets nowadays are way better at profiting than they are at prophesying. Exactly. Mm, prophets, not prophets. That's right. Profiting, not prophesying. This is the judgment of God. God wants to kill the elderly. No. No. You see how wrong it is? You see how people are just... Because that's who it affects. Namely, go look. That's who it affects. So wake up, America. Amen? Amen. Amen. Come on. We won't back down, and we will give our lives for it. We've actually had to get together at one time. We did. We made a decision, especially when we were on the road. We got together. Amen? <coughs> With our family, with our kids, and we said, if they ever arrest us, if they ever come and they take you away, and they or they take us away, and they say, deny your faith, and we'll let your parents live, we said, we will see you on the other side. Amen. Amen. No, you have to make a resolve in your heart. Amen. You better be prepared, church. They take us. Never deny Jesus. Amen. We will never deny Jesus. Isn't that right? Didn't we do that? Did. Boys, didn't we do that? Are you, will you ever deny Jesus? Yes, our two boys are here. Amen? Will you ever deny Jesus? No. If mommy and daddy are going to, if they're going to kill us, will you deny Jesus? No. Well, they're back there calling us. <laughs> you say, you will let your children die? What? To go to heaven? To be threatened, you're threatening me with heaven. Amen. Look, I love them, and I will fight for them. Don't, don't ever. I mean, it's one thing if you do something to me, but don't even come after my my family. But we're not going to deny Jesus. Amen. Amen. <coughs> well, that's pretty heavy on Mother's Day. Well, but you got to realize you were birthed for a reason. Amen. You are not here by accident. God has a plan for you. Amen. Yes. Yes. And you were birthed for a reason. Yes. Amen. There is a purpose and a plan of God. And it's not just to sit around. It's not to be lazy. It's not to do where you just do nothing for God, where you're just selfish, and where you just live off of the flesh. But it's something that's going to shape this nation. And it is the gospel. We are not a referral system here. We're not going to send you to the welfare system. We're not going to send you to the AA meeting. We're not going to send you to the drug rehab. We're going to... Come on, somebody. We have the answer. His name is Jesus. We will demonstrate the power of the Holy Ghost that we're setting people free. Amen? Yes. Amen. 
demonstrating godly character in that. So even when they don't even even when they disagree with things or don't understand things, they're still very supportive. We need to be that way. You understand that God is supportive of you. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. But you've got to put your trust in Him. Very important. Psalm, verse uh, chapter two, verse twelve says, "Blessed are all those who put their trust in Him." Blessed. Amen. Who wants to be blessed today? Amen. You're going to be blessed by the time you leave here. Amen. As you put your trust in God and Him alone, you are going to be blessed. There is a blessing in even knowing that you trust is in Him. There's a blessing in knowing God. There's a blessing, amen, and even in, in the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and coming into that saving knowledge. Amen. Hallelujah. Psalm 34, verse 8, in the New King James Version says, O taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in Him. Amen? Isn't that powerful? O taste and see that the Lord is good. Look, I'll give you right there proof that there are spiritual senses just as much as there are natural senses. Amen? Do you know they have natural senses, five senses? Yes. Touch, taste, smell, sight, and hearing. Amen? You know that you have those same spiritual senses? I've been wanting to do a teaching on this. Amen? And I will. But there you go. You say, how is that a spiritual sense? Taste and see. Taste and see spiritually. Amen? There's spiritual sense that the Lord is good. Hallelujah. Isn't that awesome? We have to activate our spiritual senses. We have to utilize our spiritual senses. Amen? Hallelujah. But you're not going to trust somebody you don't know. That's why you've got to build that relationship. Amen? You have to build that relationship. But when it comes to God, I just don't like it when people have the attitude, well, I'll give them a try. You set yourself up for failure. Amen? Just give, I'll just give them a try. I'll just give them... Well, that's definitely not trusting. Amen? No. You need to just surrender everything. Put your trust in God completely. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. What a better place to be than in, in God's hands. Amen? Yes. People are saying, well, I've done pretty good for myself. I've done pretty good for myself. You know, people that say, well, I don't need God. People say, I'm okay without God. No, you're not. Psalm 40, verse 4, says, Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust. Amen? And does not respect the proud, nor such as turn aside his lives. Amen? Psalm 40, verse 4. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust. Amen? Hallelujah. And does not respect the proud. What is that saying? Don't put your trust in someone else. Somebody even, they might be, you understand, they might be a person of great stature. 
But that doesn't mean that you put your trust in them. Amen? Nor such as turn aside to lies. That's why the media lies, but people trust. They believe the media. They believe the narrative. They believe all this other garbage. They believe all these other things. They believe the evil report rather than putting their trust in God. Amen? And believing the truth of God and His Word. Amen? You can't put your trust... If you're putting your trust in the news, if you're putting your trust in what the monitor says, you've got some serious problems. You say, what's the monitor? That's our local newspaper in the rear Grand Valley. Newspaper, allegedly. <laughs> Claims to be. Do you put your trust in the Washington Post or the New York Times or in some? No. We put our trust in God's Word. Amen? Hallelujah. We put our trust in God's Word. We put our trust in what He says. Amen? We put our trust in Him. Hallelujah. Not in, not in anything else. Hallelujah. Very important that we put our trust in God. But you're seeing here a pattern. And the pattern is the blessings that come from trusting God. You say, I don't, I'm not blessed. Well, it may be because you're not trusting the right person. Amen? It's because you're not trusting God. You trust something else. You trust your own ability. You trust your education. You trust your career. You, tra you trust your own credentials and so-called qualifications. You trust your experience. You're trusting something else, and that's not going to get you very far. Amen? Amen. Jeremiah 17, verse 7. Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. Amen? Isn't that powerful? Hallelujah. You see the trend? If there's any a trend you need to pay attention to, is that there is a blessing that comes from trusting God. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. That's the trend you need to, to believe. Amen? Amen? There's a pattern here. That's why many people say, I don't know why I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with this or I'm not blessed. It's probably because of your trust and who you trust. <clears throat> but as well as that you don't trust. People don't give themselves completely to God because they don't completely trust God. Or they have bad, bad ideas or they have some bad religion that told them God's this big bad guy sitting, you know, the boss upstairs, the big man in the sky, that he's got this iron fist, that he's going to strike you with lightning. You see what I'm saying? They have something that's warped to them from trusting God completely. There's a problem with that. Amen? Yes. Come on. That's why, I, I mean, not to get back to this whole thing, but people are saying, well, it's the judgment of God with COVID. So God's trying to teach you a lesson. People say, well, maybe God's just trying to get me to spend more time with my family. While you go broke and starve and can't feed them? No. You, you know what I'm saying? Is I'm just bringing some things to light here. People say, well, this is God trying to teach me something or do something. You know, if, if your father 
slapped you around and beat you up to try to you your relationship with him would be skewed. You would have you do what I'm saying. There would be that's why people you, you can't even compare God to man. You can't even this is not God doing anything. Amen. That's right. But He is waiting to do something the moment you trust Him. Amen. He's waiting to do something the moment you act. The moment that you exercise your faith. God is waiting on us, church. God is waiting on us. Yes. We're asking God, when God, what are you going to do about it? But he says, what are you going to do about it? I've given you power and authority over principalities of darkness, over sickness, over disease, over infirmity. I've given you power even over the nature. Amen? Come on. Over nature. Yes. You can, Jesus spoke to the fig tree and the fig tree withered up and died. Jesus spoke to the storm, and the storm was calm. Amen? Church, it's time to release our faith. It's time to release that that is on the inside of us. For the kingdom of heaven resides not in a building, not in some brick and mortar church, but lives inside of you. You are the temple of the Holy Ghost. You are the dwelling place of the Most High Living God. He lives in you. Hallelujah. Amen? Jesus. And you put your trust in Him. Amen. When you confidently trust the Lord, He will compass you about with mercy and with loving kindness. Mm-hmm. Amen? Yes. I mean, who was that? Mm-hmm. That's what, come on, hallelujah. You want to be compassed around with mercy? You want to be surrounded by God's loving kindness? Trust Him. Trust Him. Put your faith in Him. Believe in Him. Amen? Hallelujah. And don't be scared. Don't be fearful. Amen? Because it is the opposite of faith. Fear is the polar opposite. And that's why many people are bipolar. Faith, fear. Faith, fear. What's going to manifest itself today? Amen? There's a spirit behind it. Do you understand? It is either the enemy. It's a, it's a demonic spirit that was going to influence people with fear, or it's going to be God's spirit where faith comes. Amen? Yes. Hallelujah. That's why people are... So people say, well, it's a chemical imbalance or something else or something in their brain. You know, there are things that in medical science that can happen, but bipolar people are dealing with a spiritual problem. Amen? Look, I will tell you, every single problem in life is a spiritual problem. If you resolve the spiritual issues, amen, hallelujah, then guess what? Then the physical will line up. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Amen. It's a heart issue. Hallelujah. Psalm 32, verse 10, I'll read in the Amplified Classic, amen? It says, Many are the sorrows of the wicked, but he who trusts in, relies on, and confidently leans on the Lord shall be compassed about with mercy and with loving kindness. Hallelujah. That's Psalm 32, verse 10. Isn't that awesome? Hallelujah. Right there. So you say, how do I get surrounded with loving kindness and mercy? Trust God. Amen? Hallelujah. Trust God. Jesus. 
When you trust God, He will keep you in perfect peace. You know that? When you trust Him, He will keep you in perfect peace. Amen. Isaiah 26, 3. I'll read it in the New King James Version. It says, You will keep Him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you, because He trusts in you. Amen. You can walk in perfect peace. Why? Because you put your trust in God. Amen. There are so many blessings. You will be blown away by the blessings of God by simply putting your trust in Him. Amen. But there is a demonstration to your trust. Amen. There's a demonstration to your trust. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. But you've got to trust Him. You've got to depend upon Him. Amen? And then there's so many blessings. You can see. You can. Amen. You can stay in perfect peace. Isn't that awesome? Praise the Lord. In peace I will both lie down and sleep for you, Lord, alone make me dwell in safety and confident trust. Amen? We can have a confidence in God. Amen? We can have a confidence in Him. We should be confident in Him. Amen? Nothing is impossible for Him. We should stay confident in the Lord. Confident that even in the storms and the trials of life, God is right there with us. He has not left us. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Amen? God is in that storm with you. Sometimes He calms the storm. Sometimes He just carries you through. Amen? Hallelujah. But the storm, you can have perfect peace in the middle of chaos. Do you know that the eye of a hurricane, that's the safest place there's calm and quiet. Yes. When around it is complete chaos. Cars, chickens, cows, the farm, everything can go. Amen? The beach house, everything. The boat, everything. But it's in that eye of the storm. That's the perfect. You need to stay in the eye of God. Amen. Hallelujah. That's why he says, seek me face to face. Because when you seek him face to face, amen, there will be an encounter with him. And he will put you in this place of safety. Amen. A place of protection. A place of that you will have blessings. A place of his goodness. A place of his mercy. A place of loving kindness. Hallelujah. He said, but nobody else, I mean, I mean, at the job, maybe you're working someplace, and they treat you in a bad way, and nobody treats you lovingly, and no one's kind to you. You have a God that loves you and is kind for you. And matter of fact, He doesn't even want you to necessarily be in that place. Amen? Right. But He has given you the ability to change the very place that you're in. Amen? You should be the one not being changed. That's why people say, well, my goodness, these people are doing this to me and this to me. And why are you focused on what they're doing to you rather than what you have that can totally change their lives? Amen? Yes. You can see them change. You can see them shaken by the power of God. You can see them saved, healed, delivered, and set free. Amen? Amen. People focus on the problem and the persecution and the trouble coming from the outside, amen, from other people, but you have the supernatural ability of God given to you, amen, to see change come in any realm of influence that you are in, amen? amen. You should not allow anything to influence you. You should be the one that is bringing the influence, yes. bringing the change. 
Amen? Yes. Hallelujah. And you're going to do it by the anointing. Amen? And that's why it's very important that you trust God. Hallelujah. You trust Him. So perfect peace. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Psalm 4, 8. That was Psalm 4, verse 8 in the, in the Amplified. Trusting God results in enjoyment of all temporal and spiritual blessings. Things that are temporary and things that, eat, that are eternal. Amen? Too many people that we're focusing on just the temporary. Amen? I can tell you what, people that lack trust will look at things only short term, the temporary. Amen? But when you have trust in God, you look towards the eternal things. Yes. Amen? And that's what you're doing. Everything that you do is connected with eternity. Amen? Yes. Exactly. Amen. When you cry out, let your collection of idols deliver you. But the wind will carry them all away. A breath will take them up. But he who puts his trust in me shall possess the land and shall inherit my holy mountain. Isaiah 53. I mean 57 verse 13. Amen. Hallelujah. So not just temporary. Amen. It's the eternal things of God. Isn't that awesome? Yes. yes. Amen. You shall possess the land, but also, what does it say? And shall inherit my holy mountain. Amen? Hallelujah. Here on earth, as it is in heaven. Amen? Praise the Lord. Amen. Here and there. Glory to God. Another point. So the, the previous point, trusting God results in enjoyment of all temporal and spiritual blessings. All. Amen? Amen. You don't have all of them? Where's your trust? <laughs> Another point. Those who trust in the Lord are happy that they did. Amen? Well, yeah. There's proof of that. Yeah. You're proof of that. Amen? Proverbs 16 verse 20 says he who heeds the word wisely will find good and whoever trusts in the Lord happy he is. Amen? Hallelujah. So those who trust the Lord are happy that they did. You will be happy that you put your trust in God. You will be happy. You will be full of joy. You will be overwhelmed by God's joy. Amen? You will, you will live a happy life. You will not Amen. Amen. Suffering might come, difficulty, trouble might come, but it doesn't phase you. Amen. Who's ever experienced that? Well, you can just, something is going, but it was like all of a sudden, amen, like something came over you. Amen. I mean, who's ever experienced that where you see that? It's like a gift of faith just dropped on you. Amen. And you said that, it just looked impossible. Even the report of the doctor might have been impossible. Whatever it might have been, but it was something that came upon you. See, because you put your trust in God. Amen? Hallelujah. Happy you were in the midst of the storm. Happy you were in the midst of the difficulties. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. But happy are you going to be when you put your trust in God and Him alone? Did you put your trust in
trust in the thing? Did you put your trust in the banker? Did you put your trust in the doctor? Thank God for all of them. Amen? There are all souls that need to be saved, and they all can be used by God. Amen? But your trust was not in their report. Your trust is in God's report. Amen? Your trust is in God, because God, you know, what He possesses, He wants you to possess. Amen? And everything that Jesus did for you, everything that He bought for you on the cross, amen? Hallelujah. Yes, it was bought with a price. Jesus was the price. Amen? He was the ransom for us. Amen? So sickness, it's very simple to me. If you have sickness, it should not be in your body because it was on Jesus' body. He took it. Amen? I look at things, and we should look at things. They say, well, you're, it's just childlike. Yes, we should be childlike. Yes. I remember with the boys, I would put them on, and I learned this from my dad, but I would put them on, like, when they were little, put them on the dresser, and then I would back a little bit and say, jump, and they would jump, dive off the thing, amen? Then I would put them on again and back up a little bit more, jump, and they would jump. Remember that? And I would catch them and then I would get them, you know, play with them. And... But they did that because they trusted me. Amen? Yes. They trust me. How much are you trusting God? Amen? Because He's never let you fall. Not yet. Amen? Hallelujah. But that's the relationship we should have. Amen? Yes, amen. Good analogy. Put them on the dressing they totally would jump. Not hindered. Not a care in the world. They knew I would catch them. Amen? We need to be like that with God. We know that God will catch us. Amen? We know that God will protect us. We know that God will save us. We know that God will heal us. Amen? Heal. So why are the churches afraid of COVID? When you serve the God, matter of fact, and I'll just use scripture for this, those that the people that know and call upon the Lord and know his name shall do exploits. Yes. Those that know his name shall do exploits in his name. So if you serve a God that is a healer, yes. that protects you from any sickness and disease and any plague, do you really know if you're scared of the plague? Amen. Why are there so many? Don't even get me started on this. I've said it before. I mean, how holy is your water if it, gets, if it can get infected? I mean, I'm just using that as one example, but there's many more. Mm -hmm. Right. If the church is the safest place on the face of the planet, why are people saying that that's what's going to infect the rest of the world? Like if we open the churches... That's going to create a greater plague. It makes, that's why they're coming. Remember, they're coming against the church. They're calling the church. If you open up the churches, then that's what's going to infect the rest of us. Yeah. How dare you kill our community or get our community sick because of the churches? The church is the safest place on the face of the planet yes. when it's trusting God, when it's believing God, when it's demonstrating God's work, when it's demonstrating faith and not demonstrating fear. So it just shows you the ones that live in fear. I mean, my goodness. You can't go to the grocery store without seeing people in masks. 
Like it's crazy. I think I saw one person in and without a mask. Everyone else is wearing a mask. You say you wear a mask. No. And I saw one person not wearing a mask. I wanted to have a conversation with that person. I wanted to high five that person. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, went to a restaurant to go, and the owner, the owner was there. And we went to go pick up some food. And the owner was there, and he's not wearing a mask. And I said, man, I really, I, I respect and honor, and it really is motivating and moving to me personally that you do not have a mask on. He says, yeah. I'm not caught up in all this food. Never wear a mask. Because that's what it is. You understand what I'm saying then? It's just another way to get the devil to shut your mouth. You can't even talk. Imagine me conducting a service right now with a mask on. Did you get that church? Did you get that church? Hey, you know what I'm saying? It's ridiculous. Just another way. That's what it is. It's just a shut. It's the devil mocking you and putting a covering over your face, over your lips, over your tongue, over your mouth, so you can't speak. It's the devil mocking you, church. Wake up, church. Amen? Come on. Be a voice. As one crying in the wilderness. And that's what it almost seems like many nights. Amen? Church? Amen? You're the only one saying it. You're the only one. But continue to do it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter if people believe it or they don't believe it. You're simply the messenger. Amen? That's what you're job is. Amen? Your job is not to make them believe. Your job is not to make them receive. Your job is not to make them change their mind or change even. Amen? Come on. That's why when you see preachers that claim to be spirit-filled, Holy Ghost, holy men of God, when they bow their knee to this thing and they stop preaching and when they close their doors, it's no wonder you know why? You know why the people are, are the way that they are? Because they're following that person. Yes. So when that person bows their knee, they bow their knee. Ouch. We follow Jesus. Is that not true, church? Mm-hmm. It's because they're following a person, and when they see that person react to something, they are simply a clone of that person, so they react to it. Talk down. Same with I'm just telling you the truth. Amen. Same, same with celebrities, they do that. Big time with celebrities. See, everybody that follows it, they're enamored with this person. The problem is when that person falls, when that person does something, they're just replicating it. Rather than following Jesus. Yes. Amen? Amen? Rather than following God's word. Rather than following and being led by the Holy Ghost. Amen? Amen. No, I mean, I'm just pointing it out here as plainly as I can. So you wonder why? Well, when the church closes, because the pastor closes, and the people are all okay with it, it's because they're following a man rather than following the man, Jesus. Amen? Hallelujah. And putting their trust in Jesus. As a matter of fact, I would be, Pastor, why can't we just open up and have a service? Amen? Come on. Are you talking to your pastor? Pastor, what is going on here? Enough is enough. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't even want to get into it. I can get into a whole lot of it because I know a lot. I know what's going on. I see what's going on. I hear what's going on. I have first-hand knowledge of what's going on. 
But what, what is scary, and you should be, you should be concerned about this. Not that you live in fear, but there should be a great concern to you that when pastors, remember a wicked woman by the name of Margaret Sanger, who started Planned Parenthood, who started the abortuaries of America and really across this globe. Who did she use to get the message to the people? Mm. The churches. The That's pastors. Right. That's right. So she used. Mm-hmm. So is this anything new? You say, well, you know, I, I trust the government, you know. I'm not willing. I, I trust them. They're, there's no such thing as these, these conspiracy theories. It's not a theory. It's real. <laughs> You're telling me you put your complete trust in what the government is telling you is true? That's that's a very, very big stance to take. Amen? Think about it. That's, that's quite the stance to take, that you put all of your trust in the government. You think the government's not going to lie to you? You're telling me you've never lied. You're telling me you as a father, even as a mother, have never lied to your kids. Look, if the government's put in control over you, Amen? And supposed to be taking care of you. But even as a parent, we've not always been truthful. And we're put over having one, two, three, four kids, whatever it is. And you've never hid something from your kids. You never... Hello, come on church, let's just wake up. I'm just giving you the way it is. Kids know where this is coming from. <laughs> There's a comedian, but I won't mention it. But, but it's true. It's plain and simple, right? Conspiracy theories. Oh, the government's telling me everything. Everything the government tells me is true. There's no such thing as a conspiracy theory. You've never lied? I'm just saying, I'm trying to put it in plain English. Amen? As a parent, have there been things that happened and you did not inform your children about. You kept it away. You hid that from your children. Amen? Yes. You kept that private and you kept that secret. Amen? Missing, right. Because actually you knew that probably would have been something that would have been damaging. It would have hurt them. Or to protect them. Amen? And then even as a loving parent, I mean, who's, told their, who's ever told their, their child a lie? Told them something opposite than the truth. We all have. We all have. So you think the government? I'm just saying, you as a parent who loves their children, who protects and cares for their children, would do something that would probably, you know, be a lie, or you twisted something, or you removed something, or you didn't include all the whole truth, or you didn't. To protect your kids or do give me a break. I mean, you say, why am I why am I blowing on this? Because too many people are trusting in the government. Are they trusting everything what the politician, whatever comes out of their mouth? Don't believe what the politician. If the politician tells you you don't need a gun, you need like two, three, four, you need lots of guns. <laughs> Amen. You see what I'm saying? And the CDC. Yeah. Take the needle, take the needle. And on the other token, is they tell you you need this vaccine, 
That means you don't need it. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm just kidding with you. Because it's our trust system, people. Amen? It's our trust system. Who are we putting our trust in? We're just going to go, just follow. I, yeah, that, they went off the cliff. I saw them. And then you're just going to jump right off. Look, you can look this stuff up for yourself. Go look at ID 2020. Go look at the new tattoo, digital tattoo. Go look at it. Look, Revelation, go read it. Revelation 13, 16 and 7. Go read it for 16 and 17. Go read it. Matter of fact, start 13 all the way through. Read it. It says to take a mark. The Living Translation, the Living Bible Translation says a tattoo. I'm just saying, I'm just giving you. Amen? Don't put your trust in anyone but God. Amen? And question everything. Amen? But don't question God. Amen? That's why people don't question the thing because they put all their trust and confidence in it. Amen? But put your trust in God. Amen? Those who trust, let me, let me wrap up. How are we doing this morning? Amen? Are you blessed this morning? Amen. Amen. Those who trust God can shout for joy and rejoice. Amen? Isn't that awesome? Psalm 5, verse 11, I'll read it in the Amplified Classic, says, But let all those who take refuge and put their trust in you rejoice, you being God. Let them ever sing and shout for joy, because you make a covering over them and defend them. Let those who also who love your name be joyful in you and be in high spirits. Amen? Isn't that awesome? Hallelujah. So those who trust God can shout for joy and rejoice. Amen. Amen. Look, it doesn't, it doesn't end there. Psalm 33, verse 20 and 21 says, Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For our heart shall rejoice in Him because we have trusted in His holy name. Amen. We can rejoice because why we trusted in His holy name. Hallelujah. Another point, trust in God and He will show Himself faithful. He will fulfill all of His promises. Amen. But we've got to put our trust in Him. Psalm 37 verses 3 through 5. That's Psalm 37, 3 through 5. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on His faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and He shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in Him, and He shall bring it to pass. Amen? So trust in God, and He will show Himself faithful. Another point. Those who trust God are delivered from their enemies. Amen? Psalm 17 verse 7 in the Amplified says, Show your marvelous loving kindness, O you who save by your right hand those who trust and take refuge 
in you from those who rise up against them. Psalm 37 verse 40 Psalm 37 verse 40 says that the Lord shall help them and deliver them. He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them because here it is again they trusted him. They trust. They put their trust in him. Amen? You see a pattern here. We are in a condition right now, church, that is demonstrating and it's very revealing of who so-called Christians, people of faith, who they're putting their trust in. Amen? Right. Amen. It is very revealing. It is coming out. It is being exposed. Who you put your trust in. Amen? Yes. Right. Because we have people here this morning who never stop coming to church. Amen? Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Who are here this morning. When we drove by, I don't even know how many churches, that their doors were closed. Amen. Still, when Texas is open, open. Yes. Open. Churches in Texas are open. Amen. Mm -hmm. Technically. And you say, you say, oh well my goodness, but there's still all these not for the church. There's not all these. It's a it's a suggestion. Amen. It's guidelines to help. But it's not to prevent. I want to remind you of a fact. The Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, those do not give the government control over you. They give you control over the government. Amen? That's right. It's not so... The Bill of Rights, the, I mean, the Constitution, it's not so that they can rule and reign over you. But that you rule and reign over them. Amen? We can't ever forget that. Amen. Look, that's why even in, in Texas, look, you say, well, but what's going to happen if I go through, if I go through, if, if, if I do something wrong and they come and they arrest me? Look at Shelly Luther up in Dallas, Texas, who opens up her salon. She says, I've got to feed my family. There's others that she has hurt salon. I mean, it affects people's lives. And yet there were ordinances. And she said, you know what? This, I mean, this is enough, enough, enough. We live in a free America. This is a free nation. Amen? And they're affecting my pursuit of happiness. They're affecting my livelihood. They're affecting my family. They're affecting where I won't even be able to eat or pay my bills. So guess what? I'm going to go against the ordinance. And I'm going to go and I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to open it up so I can. Choice. And you know what happened? She got arrested. Big whooping. Guess who came for who rescue? Governor Greg Abbott and Attorney General Ken Paxton comes to her rescue and says, How did, what do you, did these, by the way, that judge, and we're putting out a new video right now, World Impact News, Calling, uh, it's called COVID-19 Free States and Slave States. We're putting that out. But you see that judge, that judge is a left-wing liberal judge who has aligned himself with Obama. I mean, there's pictures. We'll put it on the video of him with Obama. I mean, so he's a draconian judge who is misappropriating 
his authority to arrest this woman if the woman wouldn't apologize to him. And she says, I will not apologize for feeding my kids. Amen. And who comes to the rescue? Greg Abbott, our great governor, and Ken Paxton, our great attorney general. They come to the rescue. And Ken Paxton says, I will pay her fines personally. Personally. I will pay the fines. Not out of taxpayer dollars, but out of my dollars. And the church is scared to do anything. My goodness. It took a, it took a beauty salon owner to take a stand. Amen? And we've always taken a stand, haven't we, church? Yes. Here, we've taken a stand. We not close our doors? We never close our doors? That's right. Amen? We never forced never will. anyone to come. She didn't force anyone to come. She said they opened it up. The first person to get a haircut was uh, Ted Cruz, by the way. Anyway, <laughs> Senator Ted Cruz gave him a haircut. Amen? Oh, wow. No, do you understand this? I mean, come on. People are so, oh. You've got to realize, yes, it, it's an ordinance, it's decreed, but it's not a law. Anyway, I don't, I don't have time. We don't have time to get into the whole logistics of it. But you understand? But that's where we see what's going on. It's because of who are we trusting, church? Amen? That's it. That's right. God for Shelly Luther. I mean, it's got to be a woman that has the spine in the backbone. But if one woman full of the devil got prayer taken out of school, and one woman full of the devil got abortion to become legal, imagine what one woman full of the Holy Ghost, full of Jesus, can do. Amen? Yes, amen. She took a stand. Yes. And now, that because of her stand, it's affected other people. There were two women in Laredo, but they were both arrested. Mm-hmm. They both were fine. Two women. But because of somebody taking a stand, when are we going to take a stand? Let it be you. God is looking for someone. Amen? God is looking for someone that will take a stand for Him. That will go for Him. We are not just dealing with these natural things upon the earth, but we are dealing with eternity, people. Amen? Who's going to take a stand? It's not God's will that one person perishes, but that all come to repentance. Amen? Amen? But how are they going to hear if no one preaches to them? How are they going to know about the truth, the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, if there's not the sent ones, if we don't go. Amen? Amen. And if there's not a preacher. Anyway, let me wrap this up this morning. Amen? Hallelujah. I love you. You still love me? Amen? Amen. I know everybody here does, but people might be getting a little disturbed by it. But you know what? That's what, I'm, that's what I want to happen this morning. I want this message to provoke you. I want this message, amen, to do something that challenges you to get moving, but moving for God. Amen? Come on. Look, I, I, say, well, I, do, not like, I do not like to hear a sermon that's just going to tickle my ears. It better challenge me. It better, I mean, come on. There should be fire. Amen? Hallelujah. So let me just give you some other key points. I won't go through all the scriptures. Those who trust God are delivered from their enemies. Whoever trusts in the Lord shall be safe. Those who trust in the Lord are solid and stable. Trust in God and you will prosper. Trust in God and He will keep you from fear. Trust in God and He will keep you from slipping and sliding. Trust in God and you will not be condemned or ashamed. 
And most importantly, never ever do not trust man. Amen? Amen. Don't, what I mean by that is, yes, you can have trust, but don't put your trust in man. Don't put your trust in something. Amen? In something that's other than God. Amen? And what I'll do is, when we do the repost or whatever, I'll put this out there. I'll put all this out there with all the scriptures before I didn't get the finish. Because, I mean, i got plenty to go. We can go another hour, at least. And I would be fine to do it, but we're going to go have lunch with the mothers. Amen? We want to have Amen. Come on. We want the mothers to go and enjoy the rest of the day with family and everything. So, we bless you. Amen? But the most important thing that I get across this morning, Amen? Is that you put your trust in God. Yes. Don't put your trust in some system. Don't put your trust in your bank account. Don't put your trust in man. Don't put your trust in the government. Don't put your trust in the doctor. Don't put your trust in the teacher or the professor. Don't put your trust definitely in the media or the news. Amen. Hallelujah. Unless it's, you know, good alternative Christian based. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Then you can, but you still don't put your trust in that. Amen. That's right. Hallelujah. But I believe that's what's going to happen, amen? Hallelujah. As you put your trust in God, see, you're going to be blessed. I just feel this right now. Let's just pray. Thank you, Lord God, that there might be some areas, there might be some, those that are watching and listening, even here this morning, that have been putting their trust in something else or someone else besides you. Lord, we evaluate our hearts right now. I pray, Lord God, that every single person would begin right now I believe some even were coming under conviction because they knew things that they were beginning to put their trust in. Maybe they had a nest page somewhere. Maybe they had a trust fund somewhere. Our trust fund is you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We put our trust in you. Not in the monetary economic system of this world. We don't put our trust in anything else, Lord God. But I believe, Lord God, if there are those that are putting their trust in something else or someone else, that, Lord, they turn from that and they turn to you, Lord God. It's fine they can have those things. God, you want to bless us. But our true and the most richest and the best blessings come from you. And it comes from you because we put our trust in you, Lord God. Help every single person that hears this, that watches this, that's here this morning, Lord God, to put their full trust in you, Lord, that they turn from anything else. Maybe there are things that have been in your lives that were like an idol, becoming an idol, where you put your trust in that thing. Whatever it might have been, turn from it, turn to Jesus, and He will help you. He will save you. He will deliver you. Thank you, Lord, that we put our trust in you as we even evaluate our hearts Holy Spirit, reveal things in our lives, in our hearts, that need to be removed and changed. And we allow you to change them. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Now you that are watching and listening, amen. If you've never asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, you've never put your trust in Jesus. You've never called upon the name of Jesus. Today is the day of salvation. You can put your trust in Him and you can discover a whole new life that is the best everything that you ever wanted. It's in Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Maybe you've been serving the world. Maybe you've been putting your trust in something else. You can come to Jesus. 
You can surrender everything and follow Jesus. This is not about joining a church or joining a religion. This is about you having an encounter with God. And if you do business with God, He will do business with you. Today is the day to do business with God. And the only way that you can do business with God is that you ask Jesus to be your Lord and your Savior. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one gives to the Father except by Jesus. Amen. So you can come to Jesus. You can surrender all. Amen. You can be saved. You can be delivered. You can be set free. You Amen. can even be healed as you come to Jesus today. But there's many of you that you serve God at one time. Maybe, you know what, you're not in, you were attending church, now you're not even attending church. Whatever may be the case. It's like you're the prodigal son that went away, been playing the mud, playing the world too long. It's time to stop. And it's time to surrender. And it's time to come back. Fall in love with Jesus all over again. Repent from your evil ways. It says sin is good for a season. That season of sin is no more. And should be no more in your life as you come to Jesus. Give Him your heart. Give Him complete trust. And then thirdly, if the devil's lying to you. Maybe you've been believing the lies. You're sick and tired of the lies. The devil's telling you you're not saved. You're not born again. You're not a child of God. You can come to Jesus. Hallelujah. Those lies will be broken off your life. It's going to be through putting your trust in Him and not the enemy. Hallelujah. So if you fit into one of those three categories, I'm going to pray with and for you this morning. You are going to make a declaration of faith, but you're also going to believe it in your heart. Amen. Amen. But I'm telling you, it's not just head knowledge. It's heart knowledge. And as you make a declaration of faith today, you shall be saved. But believe it in your heart. Repeat this prayer after me. I guarantee you it will totally radically change your life and you will be saved. So say this with me. Out loud, but believe it in your heart. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus, Jesus I'm tired, tired. tired. of trusting in myself or in anyone else. And I surrender. I surrender. Right now. Right now. My life, my life, to you, Jesus, to you, and I put my trust, completely, completely, in you, Lord, in you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. I believe, I believe that you, Jesus, that you, Jesus, came in the flesh, came in the flesh, died on the cross, died on the cross, rose from the dead. Ascended to heaven. You sit on the right hand of the Father. And you reign and rule forever. And you reign and rule forever. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me. Wash me. Cleanse me. And set me free. Set me free. I can put my complete trust. I can put my complete trust in you. In you. And you alone. And you alone. And I thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to the Lord. Now thank you for saving you. Amen. Did you put your trust in Him? Did you call upon the name of the Lord? It says, whoever, whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And you're a whosoever. Amen. Amen. So am I. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to give everyone an opportunity to give this morning.
But uh, were you blessed this morning? Amen. Amen. I mean, I think we need to be reminded of who we put our trust in and just evaluate who are we. Because we all can be prone to start putting our trust in something. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, we'll give you an opportunity to give this morning. Here's the great thing. This is another trust walk. Amen. You demonstrate who you put your trust in. Amen. So as you sow seed this morning, you honor God, trust God, believe God. Amen. And guess what? There's a blessing. There's a blessing that's going to come your way. There's power in the seed. God has put it there to multiply. So when you plant that seed this morning, which is your tithe, which is your offering. Amen. Hallelujah. What I mean by that is this. The money you're putting in, you're planting a seed. There is a spiritual principle that once that seed is planted, it will produce fruit. It will produce a harvest. Amen? Amen. So as you do it this morning, trust God, believe God, hallelujah, and do it not grudgingly, but do it cheerfully. Amen? Amen. Part of the rejoicing, part of the, amen, come on, we just, we went through all of it. Amen? It applies to every area of your life, and it applies to your finances. Amen? Hallelujah. So I believe your economic system is going to change not because of the stimulus check, but because of your faithfulness in giving to God. Amen? Amen. That's where the blessings are going to come. Amen? So if you have it, just hold it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God, that you give seed to the sower and as we're faithfully giving to you this morning. Out of our substance, out of what we have, Lord God, and what you put on our heart, what you told us to do in the Word, and then what you've told us to do, Lord God. When it relates to the tithe and the offering, Lord God, we give this morning cheerfully. We honor you. We put our trust in you. And we know, Lord God, that all of our needs are met according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. No other man, no stimulus check, no welfare, no government system, no bank, but, Lord, that we put our trust in you. And so we can live off of a trust fund. Hallelujah. It's the real trust fund. It's trusting you. But we also, Lord God, are showing and being obedient as this act of faith right now. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Go ahead. Pass the bucket. It's blessed. It's blessed. Amen. I speak a blessing over you all. Amen. Hallelujah. And now we are going to take communion together. You that are watching, you that are listening, get some bread, get some juice. Amen. Go ahead and pass the elements out. Hallelujah. And I'm going to ask David and Emily to come up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah as we take communion together.
You came so that the price was paid. We thank you, Father. Let us take the bread in memory of what Jesus did. Father, we thank you for sending your son Jesus to our world. We thank you for asking him to shed his blood on our behalf, take the punishment that we deserve, Father, upon himself. And we thank you for giving us this time of communion to remember what he has done. Yes. To allow us to reflect on exactly what that all means to us, Father, and how we how we can react to that every day, Father. We thank you for saving us through the blood of Jesus. Let's take the time. Hallelujah. Now, I don't want you to go anywhere. And you that are watching and listening, I don't want you to go anywhere. This is David and Emily's last Sunday service here with us. Because they're going back to Minnesota. Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And we miss you every single time. Amen. Yes. Amen. And so they get to be live half of the year here and half of the year up there. Isn't that right? Yes. We'll be so, back before you know. No. Amen. Yes. <laughs> and we always look look forward to that. So we just want to pray a blessing over them. Amen. As they go back, because you're kind of going back into a little bit more of a hostile environment. In Minnesota. Yeah. There's a little bit more restrictions and things. That's what it sounds like, yes. So, well, we always, they're winter Texans. Amen. You say, why are they going? Because they're winter Texans. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. I don't know if I could be, can we be Minnesotan, what, do you, what would you call it? Summer Minnesotans? Uh -huh. you know, right? you know, yeah. yeah. We have beautiful lakes and lots of fun parks. Yeah. So, but we're going to pray a blessing over them, amen? This won't be the last time we see them this week, amen? Hallelujah. But I know you all are leaving and going back, heading back, family and everything, and involved in church up there, and ministry, have been for a long, long time. And they're such a big blessing and a huge part of our ministry and our church, and we love them, amen? And we're going to miss you guys. So we appreciate We appreciate all that you do. I mean, they do Bible studies with us. Emily teaches and teaching the Word of God for a long time. We've really admired mm -hmm. both of you and respect and honor both of you yes. and always miss you. So it's always hard time, but we know we're joined together in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. We'll see you again. And uh, it will be sooner, I believe, yes. a quick like that. Amen. Then we, then we know. Amen. So you can do that watching and listening because you might have people that are watching from back home. If they are, just stretch out your hand towards the screen. You here, stretch out your hand. We're just going to pray a blessing over both David and Emily. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God, for David and Emily. Mighty man and a mighty woman of God. Thank you, Lord God, that you use them. And I believe that you are going to use them in a powerful way even when they get back home. That the best is yet to come. That you have so much experience. You have known so much. So much even with your own personal testimonies. And as a witness for Jesus Christ. Of what you've gone through. And you came through. 
and you're going to help others. And that you would impart that. Impart that into others of what you've learned. I believe that you will be used to reach this generation, to impart to this generation, to impact this generation. And I thank you, Lord God, that you protect them. That you be about David and Emily as a wall of fire. That you would protect them. That you would bless them. That all of their needs are provided by you, Lord Jesus. That, Lord God, that your mighty hand is upon them and that you're going to use them in a powerful way. It's not over. It's just getting good. Amen? And it's going to keep getting gooder and gooder. And God is going to use you more. And so continue to press in. And we thank you, Lord, for both David and Emily. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We love you. We love you, God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Love you guys. Really appreciate you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Very precious call. But then again, at the River Church, everybody's precious. Uh-huh. No, no, we, we have this privilege problem. Amen? Amen. Say, Pastor, you're just being biased. No, I'm just speaking the truth. Mm-hmm. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, you that are watching, you that are listening, everyone here, we love you. God loves you. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. It's the year of reconciliation. Get ready. Come on. Yes. Get on the phone. Call your loved ones. Amen. Look, I believe there are people that are watching this. There are people that are watching this. That you've been away. You've been estranged from family members. It's time. It's going to be reconciliation. Get on the phone. Get in your car. Get to them. Talk to them. I mean, you know, even apologize. Do whatever. But you better forgive them. But just love them. And I believe it's going to be reconciliation. Amen? Come on. There's no reason why. You can't. That's right. Pick up the phone and call. Amen? Amen. They probably don't even remember what it was. You don't even remember what it was. It was over nothing. It was over something so ridiculous, so little, so minimal. Amen? And there was something over bigger. Bigger? Well, then get rid of that thing. Stop carrying that big thing around. That weight, that chip on your shoulder. Amen? That's right. But I believe I believe Come on. Amen. Hallelujah. So we love you. God loves you. We'll see you next time. God bless. Amen. Bye-bye.